Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we have a very special guest in the house tonight, Joe Finley from Miscast Commentary. Joe, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited. So, Joe, tell us about your podcast, Miscast Commentary. All right. Uh, Miscast Commentary is me and my childhood friend, Todd Murray. We do uh, full-length commentaries on a lot of our favorite movies growing up and stuff. But right now, we're actually in the middle of a MCU marathon. Uh, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, crazy uh, we did it from, <laughs> from the new year. Up until the release date of Avengers Endgame, we're doing every single movie, and we've been releasing them at like a breakneck pace. And well, my other my co-host isn't here because I think he's on oxygen right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, how are you guys holding up mentally? That's... He's just having Thor oh. Dark World flashbacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go through that, but then also go through. We literally had a conversation about upgrading our uh, equipment. And then all our current equipment failed on us during our Doctor Strange <gasps> recording. Oh, no. That is like so my worst we, nightmare. Oh, it was the absolute <laughs> worst. So I literally had a little lavalier mic hanging between us to finish the recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So you, you guys know, like pros. <laughs> you guys uh, feel a little bit of our pain watching through series of movies uh, all the time. Do you, are you guys always doing uh, different series or is it... Um, we do some uh, every May the fourth. We do a new star. We do a new Star Wars movie. Um, we do. We've been doing the Lord of the Rings movies over the summer. Uh, we get challenged to some ones. Sometimes we had to do uh, Double Dragon <laughs> uh, <laughs> at somebody's challenge, and that one was a tough watch. Uh, usually, <laughs> though, it's stuff that we actually really liked, even though they're maybe not necessarily good movies now. They were good when we were thirteen, sure. and you know way too full of testosterone and <laughs> sitting in a room at like two thirty in the morning going, no, go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Never go to sleep. <laughs> we still have more VHSs. <laughs> oh my God. So many VHSs. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that is great. Uh, I encourage everybody who's listening right now to go check them out. Miscast commentary. They're awesome. Joe's awesome. His co-host is awesome. And thanks again for being here. But, uh, but Justin, don't we have a trailer to watch? Uh, we do, but like, I mean, you have any other questions? I know we have to watch a trailer, but like, are you curious about like? I would like to know more. <laughs> when it might happen? Because... Oh, when are we going to listen to the trailer? How about T minus now, sir? <laughs> Today we have suffered defeat, but I am confident that where there is defeat, we will make victory. Do you have what it takes to be a citizen? The Federation needs you. Me? Really? Enlist now. Yesterday, I dropped troopers into a combat zone. Join up today. How high you fly is up to you. Do your part. Join the mobile infantry and see if you've got what it takes to be a citizen. Johnny Rico. Saddle up, troopers! Hauser. The bugs find this place, they knock out the flu. Next stop, Earth. There goes the neighborhood. There's a long war ahead. And we need you now. We need you now! 
The Federation <laughs> needs you for Starship Troopers 3 Marauder. I realize we hadn't even said the movie we're talking about. Oh, that's yet. true. That was the trailer <sighs> for Starship Troopers 3 Marauder. Right. <laughs> the return of the turn of Johnny Rico. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Rico is in the house and he wants to kill them all. And he is ripped. This dude. Yeah. Ugh. He's also <laughs> he's also confused about like where he stands in all of this. <laughs> he is also just confusing at the beginning i i thought he was like some kind of uh replicant or more out of the second movie he was taken over by one of those bugs yeah so the beginning of the movie he starts acting kind of tough and i'm like oh he's matured a little bit cool and then he's talking to his friends and he's just going (laughs) (laughs) laughing like a maniac must be that buenos aires charm yeah (laughs) <laughs> I just don't think he. I, I don't know that Casper, as an actor, knew how humans laughed. <laughs> he does yeah. look very like so Ken doll ish. Like I mean, which is perfect for this, yeah. I guess. But like, there's there's time when he's like when he's in like the 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 marine outfit. He's like, kill them all. It's a good day to die. And then like a scene later, he's like, no, let's not kill this farmer guy. Like he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very weird. He's a friend. Well, yeah. I mean, he's not a he's not an Archie. <laughs> Which is uh, apparently something they start calling the bugs in this movie. Yeah, so this is this is in the the we'll we'll get to kind of the pedigree of this movie right up front where this is now the writer of the original one directing it. Uh we got the visual effects supervisor directing the second one, and everybody gets to be the shooter. <laughs> uh and if you thought that maybe some of the commentary of the first one was maybe not so much commentary. This movie comes in to assure you that it probably wasn't. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so this movie, um, they went in the, you know, I was watching some of the special features or whatever. like As you do. As I do, because <laughs> I've got nothing. There's nothing else to watch on TV, so I watch special features for Starship Troopers 3 Marauder. <laughs> but apparently they had, uh, you know, he had written this uh, script um, and Sony, who had wanted to make the third film, gave them the mandate that, like, you know, after the second one, they wanted this one to be more like the first movie. Okay. And the second one was the way it was, mostly because of budget constraints. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one definitely, it, there, there's not a budget listed on IMDb for two. This one has, it has a, a Tremor South Africa sequel budget. <laughs> it even has the same lady from I, Cold Day in Hell. Yes, Tremors. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did manage to find it though. Uh, there is actually the budget on part two was five million dollars, so this was Ooh, double the budget of yeah. part two. Okay, but ooh, still only ten percent wow. of the budget of the first That's one. Funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now like Paul Verhoeven is back producing or being involved. Yeah, yeah I don't know if he's actually listed as a producer, but he's he has a special thanks. Up in the beginning, yeah. Well, yeah, like thanks. on the front of the DVD, it says Paul Verhoeven presents. Right. Yeah, so. and even in the opening credits. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's probably just a favor. Yeah, maybe. honestly. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven begrudgingly allows <laughs> Starship Troopers three. They will get a check, right? Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. You gonna put my name on it? Here yeah. Goes. So, uh, Joe, I know you guys did Starship Troopers one. Yeah, that's right. We did. So, had you seen any of these other ones, or what did you guys? Where'd you come down? I on had the first one? seen maybe. 
10 minutes of the second one okay. prior to agreeing to do this episode. I did watch the second one in preparation because I had the fun, naive thought of, well, what if there's something in the second one that will be an unanswered question in the third <laughs> one if I go ahead and watch it? Oh my God, there wasn't. Yeah. I'm not even entirely sure that part two was ever meant to be a Starship Troopers movie. I feel like it was just a Body Snatchers bottle episode yeah. kind of That's thing. That's exactly that how we described Starship it. Troopers. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was like a bad bottle episode of Enterprise. I think you totally called it. Oh. <laughs> And it was just, and I'm sitting there and I did have the conversation. I was uh, messaging uh, earlier with these guys. And my first thing was, I don't know if I should thank you for giving me three or not thank you for not giving me two. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you lucked out on this one. I think so. I think that there's. I did. There's, there's more. Yeah, it was, stuff. it was something else. It definitely felt more like a starship troopers movie at the very least Certainly. i mean right off the top too even the uh the propaganda video the one at the beginning of the of the other one is like did i'm pretty sure phil tippett got a chance to see the first movie <laughs> and, <laughs> but, but he did not remake the things but then this one came out and i'm like okay i know i know what's happening and everything feels like a war and I, i'm on board yeah the the, the FedNet videos in this are they're actually good. pretty funny. They're good, yeah. There's some ridiculous mm -hmm. shit going on. In well, for the very first one, we immediately get the introduction of the Sky Marshal and his song, which is Which is the best. Amazing. Mr. Yeah. Uh, Sky Marshal Anoki. It's even we got sing-along song lyrics with a little bouncing, like, shiny ball for you to follow. I was watching that. I, I, I was did like, not oh sing-along. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've had that song stuck in my head all week. Me too. <laughs> um, but I was watching that thinking, like, oh, my God, these guys are going to love this scene. It's so fucking funny. And you said <laughs> that in special features that they name-dropped John Ashcroft yeah. doing that. They yeah. said that was the inspiration because there's been, like, political leaders throughout history who have, like, yeah. for some reason since there's this weird, like, you know, clash of celebrity and politics mm -hmm. that they wanted to get up and sing in front of people or write songs. Well, and also the actual Nazis used a lot of songs sure. to yeah, yeah. everybody up. Of course. But did Hitler get up and sing in front of everybody? <laughs> he wishes he could have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he painted all their posters. Yeah, yeah, he did a free paint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love how the, the 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 Sky Marshal even had like background dancers that were doing like military style yeah. drill dance. Yeah, it's like. so funny. <laughs> They're singing along. Yeah. Oh. It had a very uh, Simpsons Ivanette Niage. Ivanette Niage. Favorite. Uh, so that, yeah, so right away with that first video, I was like, all right, we're off to a good start here, I think. Um, and then we get right into some, uh, it kind of does the same transition as the first movie where it's like the footage in FedNet kind of becomes the footage that we're seeing of the movie, like mm -hmm. the, the characters at this base on one of the outer planets. Something that's interesting about this movie is like we talked about the first one didn't have like a wink or a smile about it. It was just mm -hmm. like every, like after in the 23rd century, every, it's just fascism and nobody's self-aware about it and this movie introduces a weird thing to me at least where there's people who are aware that it's bad and are protesting against it and i think it's probably to reflect more of the climate under w when this came out if ashcroft was a thing um and i think that it kind of it's interesting uh but it also kind of takes away from the first one and it kind of wrestles with that throughout the entirety of the movie. So basically on this planet was it Roku San or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> there is uh uh there's farmers already there and they blame the federation for driving the bugs there, but they need the federation to protect them and it's it's a pickle, it's a conundrum. A classic American military conundrum. 
Yeah. They also want to stream TV out of a little box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the the planet is like the south of... Uh, Shout out the, to Roku. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the planet's like the south of... Um, yeah. Yeah. Of the universe. No offense to the south. But um, it has like, you know, they they go in this bar in the base hey. and there's all these hicks that are like, they're doing the get w- out of the bar. To, to Canada, we're all the South. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. They're doing the like. It's we just don't geographically do. true. Yeah. <laughs> but actually not even though. I'm, I'm further South than some places in the States because I'm Southern Ontario. We kind oh, of yes. like are the penis that dips <laughs> into, uh, <laughs> that dips into the States. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't say it. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> But yeah, the hicks in the bar are doing the like, we don't take Kylie to your type around here kind of <laughs> they thing. They took her jobs. I mean, basically. Yeah. Well, the big thing is Roku-san has a very large uh, electoral college vote for, uh, <laughs> for Sky Marshall. So they got to, you know, Ugh. make sure that place is ship shape. Oh, it hurts too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we also start to hear that religion's back, guys. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Not only are people protesting, but people are believing in people God, are praying the Father and the Son, but no ghosts. The spooky, the spooky ghosts. <laughs> to believe this Holy Ghost, the Father, the Son, and the ghosts. So does does the hilariously named Dix Hauser does he appear in the other movies? No. Is it like I went back. I was like, "Is he just a different actor?" I also had to look this up because I thought the way that Johnny Rico like introduces them in the movie right. makes it seem like they were characters in the first one. Yes, I was like, "Is it the same character name that Denise Richards had?" I, I, I looked that up too. It's not. <laughs> it I had actually a very strong theory. I had a theory that when this was originally written, that that was meant to be mm. um, Neil Patrick Harris's role, and Lola mm. Beck was meant to be. Denise Richards' role, mm-hmm. and they just went, no, not a chance. <laughs> and they just rewrote because they're such friends, and they all go back such a long way. Yeah. But there's Good. no chance that that could have happened if he's been at war since the first movie. Right. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. I bet it, your theory it, that's, is right. that's definitely what it feels like. Yeah. Also, this guy's name was Dix, and the guy in the second movie was named Dax. And so, like, I'm sure Docs will be in the next yeah, one. It was Dix and Dax Hauser, and, and they got Docs. Yeah. And Ducks. Yeah. That, means, that means these are all a sequel to uh, Bloodsport with Frank Dukes. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look forward to our Bloodsport series. But the, the, guy, the guy who plays uh, Dix is from uh, Last Man on Earth. He played Phil. Yes. And I was just like, fantastically. I had to, I had to look it up because I was like, he looks so familiar. Been in a ton of things. Yeah, yeah he's actually Jojo. pretty. Fu- like, there's some stuff where he's kind of funny in this. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is probably his audition for Last yeah. Man on Earth. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, he's, he's more. He's an. I'm not going to call him more charismatic. He knows how human emotions work better than most people in this movie. <laughs> he also knows how to take a beating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't terrible in this. I mean, there were a couple people who weren't terrible, and then there were more who were. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there always is. So trench mm-hmm. warfare now seems to be the deal because the infantry's greatest new weapon is a shovel. That's yeah, right. And I was immediately thinking of <laughs> Twin Peaks, the return. Yes. <laughs> <Twin> <laughs> shovel yourself out of that shit. Uh, yeah. We got. We also get new bugs. We get some bomber bugs and we get some scorpion bugs. We like new bugs. Bugs and new bugs are fun. bugs. Bombardier bugs. Yeah, that was like the the bombardier bug was like the main new kind of like 
practical effect. Although the but it did the not. They did not have the budget for the effect to actually work. It looks like a magician smoke bomb. Well, apparently like they, they, they all run like it's like well, this artillery shell, and it's like a. At one point, a guy jumps on it. He like Black Panthers it, yeah. and, except uh, he doesn't wear the Black Panther suit, so he just explodes into sure. tiny little pieces. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they did have one on set that did actually explode. Oh, so. Like on accident? No, like it like was, in a dark yeah. man situation. Like there was one that was there was one that was set up to ex- explode <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, the guy in, the guy impaled by the shovel that was not special <laughs> yeah. effects. Yeah. They just happened to catch that very. Well, no, sad they caught that accident. guy praying. <laughs> yeah, he he ends up being the guy in the wheelchair yeah. protesting the war. Oh god, I love that scene. So like we see this dude get like impaled by a shovel against the wall, and this is like Johnny Rico's reintroduction scene. He yeah. comes up and like pulls the the uh, shovel out and then yells at this guy who's on the ground. He's like, hey, pick up that arm and figure out whose arm it is. No, he's, he's like, pick up that arm and see if you can lend a hand. Is oh, yeah, but he tells him to figure out whose arm it is. Yeah. Like yeah. he's going to go and around I question, like... I'm like, what, what's the purpose? Yeah. What? I don't know. It's the future. They can reattach it. I, yeah, that's oh, true. Okay, I'll I take guess. that. Yeah, but I was just thinking like... it was just... File it under J for you know, Johnny. <laughs> Although I guess the other movies have not shown that they can reattach That's limbs. What I was We've seen say. robotic things Every and legless fellas. Robot arms everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I don't yeah, know. this attack scene is like definitely you're like okay, the feeling from the original movie is back. We're just gonna have insane graphic deaths of people's yeah. heads getting blown up and shovel impaling. And uh, it's interesting. There's actually like uh, some pretty long shots of people that are just like freaking out in the heat of battle that just oh, like can't handle it. We did get see some, we got to see someone get trampled as yeah. I was talking about in a previous episode, <laughs> but it's kind of like somebody steps on her helmet. She's like, ow. <laughs> hey, hey, cut it out. I'm well, down here. Later, um, it, like she gets bugged in the head or something. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. <sighs> she gets bugged in the head. Well, you know, the bug, the bug completely smashes her face. This is uh, uh, another one of those scenes where I was watching this on a train, and there was there was some children going to school, and uh, all these all of these body parts started exploding, and I was like, let me just tilt the screen a little bit closer to myself, uh, so that I don't horrify these children for life. That was train talk by Tyler. Train, train talk by Tyler. <laughs> To potentially return later. Yeah. I had to scrub past it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we get introduced in this opening scene to uh, one of my favorite new characters, uh, Link Mannion. Um, That's right. It, which is like his, like Johnny Rico's number two. Um, I just thought she, like her portrayal was really funny. She was uh-huh. like, she was like super into like killing the bugs, and she's like, "That's right." She's like watching this video of them like frying on the TV. <laughs> I, I like my bugs fried. <laughs> yeah, I'm like my bugs fried for breakfast. And the guy across from her looks at her like, "Huh?" And then it looks like it was like an outtake. He's about to laugh or something. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, that was the best take that they had, <laughs> <laughs> probably. But she has uh, she has some funny uh, stuff that happens to her in the beginning. They're talking about how Sky Marshal Anoki is coming to visit. And she's like super excited because, you know, he's like a celebrity in this world. And so, like, Johnny Rico grabs her and is like, hey, don't even think about asking for an autograph. If I catch you asking for an autograph from him, you're going to get, I'm going to kill you or something. You're going to get shot. Yeah, you're going to get shot. And there's a point where she, like, turns around and, like, it flashes back to where she hears that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, is she just going to get shot right now? (laughs) I thought that that scene was so funny because all these people, like, the Sky Marshal's there and all these people around her are, like, asking for autographs. And so she's like, fuck it, I'm going to ask for an autograph. And then, yeah, there's that, like, like, hey, 
remember, I'm going to kill you <laughs> if you talk to him like that. And she that was still just weird... flat out went, worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I thought that was just like a weird scene. Um, she just like seemed to be having fun in that role. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the the fence goes down and the entire place is overrun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty quick. <laughs> the fence mysteriously goes down. Ooh. Yeah. I, uh, but it led to my favorite uh, effect of the whole movie, which was the uh, arachnid uh, running along with the guy's head impaled on it. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, the best. <laughs> no, I feel like that that was they... my... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that was just my, like, as, as just a cheesy horror movie fan, that was my moment. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, I know, I know some dude, some art department dude was just like, I, I, could, I got this guy's head if you need it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this whole scene, this whole, like, battle scene was funny because it takes place in, in these like you know trench corridors and so there's lots of like you know action happening like down the left or right hallway down the corridor so you can't really see so there's like all these times where there's just like body parts being thrown across yeah the, across the passageway and then that yeah i was imagining the same thing like some dude just on the other side just like chucking heads <laughs> it felt like it blew its practical effects budget in this scene and that was kind of fine there's some other stuff that comes up later that's great mm-hmm. uh overall i i mean I, we're not getting to ratings right now or anything like that but i enjoyed this movie far more than two. Oh yeah God. oh yeah for sure it was night and day mm-hmm. this is they should have deleted two and just done this yeah. one is number two so yeah, there's ends up being this, I guess maybe central conflict of uh, Dix wa- er, tries to arrest Rico for not killing the Hicks in the bar, or not right. arresting them, and so he, like, but then Rico knocks him out to go join the battle when the right. fence goes down. He's like, I should die on the field. Yeah, and so then after the battle's over, whatever, he is captured and apparently going to be tried and executed. Right. In one of those live hangings. Which this movie denies us watching a guy in a wheelchair get hung. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're going to show this? No, they didn't. They did show other live hangings, though. They did. They did. There, there's a fun joke in there is like, this is the most live hangings in one day since the 21st century. (laughs) (laughs) So messed up. So messed up. Um, No, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just gonna say, yeah, they 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 went to town on with the uh, with the FedNet stuff this time around, and I was I was wondering why they they kept dipping back, especially into the hangings, and then and I was like, oh, okay, it's actually gonna make sense later. So they really want to nail home that they hang a ton of people. Yeah, this one there's like there's maybe like six FedNet thing uh, propaganda things. There's a lot of them. They're yeah. like, yeah, they're like every time they need to do some crazy transition, <laughs> it's in there talking well, about the G-bomb. There's a really, really long one about joining the fleet. Go fleet. That's right. <laughs> um, which I guess they never really talked about much before, but now they're really getting people for like what ostensibly is the air force mm-hmm. that this lady, right. this lady who wants to be the sky marshal, but isn't she's like in charge of it. And the, but the go fleet commercial is so weird because it's all about like, do you have good math? Do you, do you have good math skills? Yes. Do you have, was hilarious. <laughs> do you have a second thing? It's do called, you have a high head score? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's, and then this guy is like, People say that guys don't give good head, but I beg to differ. And then there's a <laughs> thermometer going, beep, and then it explodes. 
I was so focused on that man's eyebrows after he said that line because his eyebrows were dancing. Go back and just like slow-mo it, just frame by frame, and just watch those bad boys tap dancing on top of his eyes. Wonderful. That scene was insane. There's a few, yeah, there's like a few moments like that in the movie where I was like, okay, this is just totally Like the final scene of the commercial is a girl walking up a ladder and the thing like comes in, like the screen wipes goes in on her butt. Like exactly. And then the whole time, like, there's Go a fleet. subtitle on the bottom of the screen that's like, click here to join now. And then it says, like, in parentheses, you waive all your rights and become property of the Federation when you click this button. Yeah. It's like, dang. <laughs> I, I was actually expecting in that commercial that the woman who was in both the first and second movie to pop in again and just be, like, back. Oh, and yeah. like, I'm clean again. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm alive. We could have had her in this movie as the other, like, Federation lady. Yeah. Yeah. That Although that so actress funny. is fun. Yes. So funny. So funny. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, I guess I, I just have a quick question. Like, Joe, as a Canadian, do you yeah. find, is it is is it easier to laugh at these things, uh, these propaganda things and these kind of over-militarist things? Not to say, like, I know that there's badass Canadian soldiers. Like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, but you're also not... Well, British Empire aside, uh, you're not you're not part of part of this giant military industrial complex like we are uh, in a way where this maybe hits a little bit too close for close to home for us. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it is definitely. Um, it, it's fun to see just from a level of. I mean, you know, we don't. Our military isn't so much a political talking point, right? You know what I mean. Yes. So it's. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird to see because like people will even go, oh, like does Canada even have a navy? I'm like, yeah, we got a boat, I think. Yeah. But it's, uh, but it's one of the, it's one of those things that we just don't talk about it. Like I couldn't tell you what our budget is, but I could tell you what your budget is. Yeah. Since I, you know, I, I mean, you hear that stuff all the time. So to have that, I mean, that was especially that Go Fleet one. That one wasn't even like all the other ones were kind of a little bit exposition. Mm -hmm. That one was just a commercial in the middle of the thing for something that doesn't exist, except now I guess you guys got space force coming. So I guess, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, from, from, from that point of view, you know, it's, it's all, you know, fun and good satire. And then I think some people can just watch it. And Ed Newmeyer himself has said he does write these specifically with the sign of the times. That's why the religion of it all and the, uh, and like the Ashcroft thing, like you said, of it all uh, shows up in this movie, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just something, it, it was something to see this one specifically because they dipped into so many different messages mm-hmm. And I was like, and when you get into the religion one and it's kind of like, what point are you trying to make? You don't like even get what point they're trying to make till the end. And you're like, oh, I see. The whole thing makes sense now. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that one that one really kind of like stuck out at me. That fleet that go fleet. Yeah. I'm like, what exactly are you doing? <laughs> it feels it feels like the like, I don't know if you ever got to see this, but there was this one. It was a Marines commercial where like a like a dude fought like a demon with a oh, sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like that was like that got so many nerds killed to just they join the military. Yeah, and like but like but that's but that is that exact thing. Just like, like that, that is that, uh, just like that Devil May Cry trailer where the guy's like cutting the lawn and then <laughs> becomes a demon. Went, yeah. People died from that. That's too. right. <laughs> Everybody put down your sixteen sided die. We have to defend yeah, yeah. our country. We have to defend the country. 
<laughs> and if that doesn't work for you, here's a three doors down song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that do, like you know the the country is divided, and it's either one, it's either Dungeons and Dragons or three doors down. Pick your side. <laughs> <laughs> Who will you choose? Do you want to know more? <laughs> so, in the meantime, we find out that Dix finds out his girlfriend, what's her face, Beck? Lola Beck. Lola, Lola Beck is alive with the Sky Marshal. Um, and they are abandoned on some planet, sending out a distress signal, but they're purposely ignoring it and letting them basically For die. mysterious reasons. Yeah. So he decides he needs to start like a side mission to go get her. And even though he just tried to kill his former friend, he decides, well, you know what? I'm going to save him and make him do this secret mission, but not before completely dropping him on with the hangman's noose, making him think he was going to die Yeah. with two dead bodies next to him. And I was just like, there's no way that Rico did not shit his pants or pee <laughs> yeah. himself yeah. in that moment. Like, you know, like, totally. so he's literally standing there in a pile of his own feces in the jumpsuit. And the guy's like, hey, man, I need you to come do this other mission for me. And he's like, ah, all right. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? This is, this is the part of the movie where there's a horse race for which one's going to be the A story and which one's going to be the B story. And then the horses stop and then just graze for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's like when just regular people go horseback riding. It's like mine just turned to the left and started shitting. What's yours doing? (laughs) But it was, it really says something. It makes me want a prequel movie about their friendship that it's totally okay that that happened because Hauser is just, hey guys, isn't it awesome that I did this? He's like, everybody thinks you're dead. What a funny thing I did. Let's high five. And he's like, and not enough questioning (laughs) he just goes right along with it it's just a bunch of them like in college just playing Russian roulette being like bah (laughs) like two people dead around the table with (laughs) he's like yeah so so good at this game (laughs) (laughs) bullet pros for life let's go get some beer all right by the way uh, I'm going to take you to this top secret base that no one knows but you now and uh, also but it's a giant security risk but uh, it's confusing about who knows about this or not first person you should bring to the security place a war criminal (laughs) yeah totally everybody will be fine with that they don't care nobody knows where it is that's that's the carryover from two is that war criminals are good yeah well and then we find out in the secret lab that the brain bug from the original movie is still alive yeah which is and has not aged well no no no. they purposely made it look like it was rotting and stuff is what they said oh good the effects guys which is gross yeah Yeah, he had like glaucoma and yeah and he's angry, which is why he's got he those attacks t- people. <laughs> he doesn't make people's heads explode, which is fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was crazy. And like, I guess this is jumping ahead, but we were they reveals that Anoki has been like corresponding with this brain bug. And it yeah, they've been writing each other letters. It's that was showing uh, so weird. showing fo- with security footage of him like leaning up against the brain bug and like. Basically having sex yeah, he was with like, it. This is what yeah. Trump does with Hannity every night. <laughs> <laughs> it yes, reminds me of you want, Sean. Uh, uh. <laughs> it 
reminded me of the scene with Sam Neill in um, Jurassic Park when he's oh, yeah. on the Triceratops yeah. and it's like breathing in and out, except with orgasms. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's not childlike delight; it's sexual pleasure. Like, it was <laughs> very very sexual. Yeah, I was totally like, uh, I was kind of thrown off by this twist a little bit because the the whole movie, like you're you're starting to get like a little bit more of a look into like the machinations of the Federation and the crazy yeah. shit they're doing. And you're like, Oh man, the Federation is terrible and it's awful. And like the sky marshal, like he's a psychic. So, you know, we were talking about how maybe Neil Patrick Harris's character had lied about what the, mm-hmm. the brain bug was thinking. So I was like, Oh, so maybe the sky marshal has like real information about what the bugs really want. And it's not right. like maybe it's some other purpose, not trying to kill everybody. But then it turns and shows this, and I was like, oh, no, okay, he's just fucking crazy. <laughs> no, it's a boring bad the Federation's choice. good? <laughs> yeah, it's a boring bad choice that the bugs are just evil and they want to kill us. Well, yeah. he tries to say, like, I wanted to communicate with them so I could broker peace. Right. But really, end, he just yeah. kind of ends up wanting to fuck it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, wanting to have sex with their god. And, yeah, like, with the brain. Well, you've seen what it. its mouth looks like. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Looks pleasurable. It really, it, yeah. Oh, gosh. Who had sex with that puppet? <laughs> so, the answer is all of them. Well, no. That's, that, is, that is what Paul Verhoeven requested to have his name attached to the movie. He's like, I get the puppet, right? Oh, God. <laughs> That's, no. See, the thing is, if you watch all of Paul Verhoeven's movies before you watch the first Starship Troopers, yep. and then you ask, you just describe what the brain bug is supposed to be without describing what it looks like and say, draw it. You're definitely going to draw a vagina for a face. <laughs> a giant world-sized <laughs> vagina. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. So, <laughs> Kevin Bacon's invisible in every scene trying to fuck it. <laughs> we're talking and about... And succeeding if you see wild things. <laughs> yeah. We were... Yeah. Oh God. We were talking, or I was mentioning the like behind the scenes goings on of the Federation. There's this crazy scene. So like, um, you know, the Sky Marshal has been marooned on this planet, but nobody knows that. They all think he's out in the world because yeah. they have a robot. Or no, no, no. This is the most interesting <laughs> plot. Right? It's the most. This is the most interesting okay. plot point of this movie. It's like it's like a deep fakes thing, right? But they show him interacting with. People, so yes. that's why I think how that was it, just footage that they showed on the news. No, they show him getting blown up, but they show him like, oh, the sky marshal's at this community center talking with the people, and they no, show no, him no, talking. Oh, yeah. oh, no, they, but they, they fake the footage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was footage. thinking of like kind of like a Hunger Games thing when it looks like there's a bunch of people out in front of her and she's just there by herself, like just hologrammed everything in, right? Yeah. I, I thought at first but, it was a robot she was controlling. But this is, cool. but this is something that we're actually gonna have to deal with in our lifetime, where there's gonna be fake videos of actual people saying a bunch of crazy shit, and it's like. Probably with it, like maybe even this next election. Like They're so, already, look for yeah. so look forward to it. But could like be this right is, now, Trump could just be Andy oh, Serkis, and we don't know. There's <laughs> there's there's already videos like you can watch. Like there there, uh, The Verge has posted some of them. But it's like this is gonna like change politics, and this is we should all be very terrified of. And it's Obama saying all this crazy shit. Uh, that, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, follow uh, follow Derp Fakes on YouTube if you want to see a bunch of. Uh, Nicholas Cage cut into every movie. <laughs> oh. That is hilarious. But this is it's it's one of the things is like this is actually a a smart thing that is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. In two thousand eight. In two thousand eight. Um. Well, and, it ahead. made me question everything too because I'm sitting there. I'm like, is this like a twist that that guy 
isn't the sky marshal at all and she's always been the sky marshal yeah. and there's just a, a a human avatar out there who's just kind of the face who makes the appearances and you right. were going to find out that over there they didn't have any um uh what what is it like he you find out he has no power he has no anything and that yeah. was going to be their big reveal i was mm-hmm. waiting for that but then they yeah. basically deflate that all in one sentence right after they're like hey we have to make sure everybody thinks he's still there i'm like oh okay forget it yeah yeah. No, she doesn't have that singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's auto-tunes, baby. It yeah. gets really good that part of the future. It's auto-tunes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so if the first movie was like a completely propaganda film with no look behind the curtain, and the second one seemed to be completely not propaganda at all, it's a horror this film. one is like half and half. Like the Rico and... um. What's Hauser stuff is all like, this is what's actually happening. And we're seeing like the backside of the Federation or whatever, the backside of water. I don't know. And the, uh, the, all the stuff with Lola and Anoki is like the fake complete propaganda that ends up becoming like this Lawrence of Arabia trek through the desert, (laughs) like with all this, these religious debates happening as they like walk. They they land on planet perfection, Nevada, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where there's, where there's bugs in the ground Mm -hmm. trying to get them. Yeah. I feel like this, this movie ultimately lands on trying to say something more about religion than any of the other movies. This movie reads like a screenplay that I wrote when I, this like, it sounds like (laughs) me talking about religion when I was like 19 and obnoxious. Yeah. (laughs) There's lots of hilarious lines about religion. It, I was so confused because, like, I know Sony has, like, a um, a faith-based film branch. And so I was like, wait, is this actually part of that? Is this, like, just oh, going to no. be straight up? Like, I started thinking, like, maybe it's going to be straight up, like, religion is good. You know, it's like, what is happening Sky here? Marshall Inoki is not going to coach that basketball team yeah, anymore. He's going to coach women's track. When we, got, when we got to the end of the movie, I was like, oh, okay, they got me. They, like, had me worried for a while. And, okay, fine. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> There's some flight attendant girl who's like obsessed who's with Jesus, seditiously very religious. Yeah, and then <laughs> she's hilarious. Anoki is trying to control Lola and calm her down by saying like, "Oh, you know what? Everyone just gotta worship in their own way. Let's just let everyone do their own thing." And I'm I'm pretty into religion too, so you know, just let it be. And the whole time you think that like he's really into Jesus too, yeah. and then at the end it's just like he starts to work, like, "What is the name of the?" the it's thing? called Bahia McCoy. Yeah, he's like, I will worship Behema Kotal. And the, the religious girl's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she's all like, it's the wrong God. <laughs> I'm so glad that that's the clip that you pulled. It felt so much to me like it was like if H.P. Lovecraft was a like a um, a, a Sunday school teacher or something I know, like I know, that. H.P. Lovecraft had a Book of Mormon. Yeah, this was this was like this, this scene was like an amazing reveal for the characters in the movie. It was not yes. a reveal yeah. for us, but there's like this whole amazing scene right before this where she's been kind of like you know flirting with this other oh, trooper yeah. guy, and he's like. You know, if we get out of here someday, uh, would we ever be together? And she's like, of course, but we have to get married in a church. Because I believe don't exist. And then she said, well, yeah. And then she says something like, first you take God, then you can take me. (laughs) (laughs) And they have this whole, like, they have this whole, you know, like, okay, cool, that's great. And then they go up to the top of this hill, and he's like, uh, 
Anoki's like, we're here. Our God is here. And they're like, oh, great. We can meet. We're, this is awesome. And he's like, our God, Behemocoidal. And they're like, <laughs> there's like a record scratch. Like, <laughs> wait, what did you say? <laughs> Behemocoidal, our God. And they're like. <laughs> and she she tries to justify it, too. Yeah. She's like, oh, they say God has a lot of different names, but I've never heard that name before. <laughs> yeah, and then her, and then and her she boyfriend. goes instantly go, we should kill him. Yeah, her boyfriend is like. Well, honey, he's the Sky Marshal. He probably knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you use the word boyfriend in a way as if the, well, we, they had a relationship. <laughs> like, basically, we meet these characters. Like, we, we get, like, a scene where they bump the, into each other. Where she walks through the entire ship before it goes down. Where there's a man on fire on a spaceship. It doesn't make any sense to me. And also, but, every man she walks by looks at her ass. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Uh, and then, so we get to introduce everybody. This is everyone who's dropped on the planet part of the B-plot. They're all just cannon fodder to be picked apart. Yep. Although the cook who's on there could have been uh, one of them. Could Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. The D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was Jingo. Jingo. It's Jingo. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he he could have been a, a, a Tremor sidekick at any point. Mm-hmm. Um he dies. It's everyone's just there randomly, and this guy is like the crew chief or whatever. And you know, so three quarters of the way through the movie, like, well, we need a romance here, and so he basically just proposes to her out of nowhere, like they've had no relationship. Well, they've been like left. flirting a little bit throughout. They've been on this. And he's planet been like, for, like twelve hours. Yeah, and like as the as they go on this journey, everyone who's like not religious and is like, oh god, I don't know about that. Like they all get picked off, and there's no one left at the end except these two religious people and Lola and the Sky Marshal. And so when the Sky Marshal like says, oh blah blah blah, you know, like when he it's revealed, Lola's kind of like, well, what? What are you so mad about? I thought you liked how religious he was or whatever. And that's when she says like the killer line, and she's just like throw in a tantrum and it was so funny it's the wrong god (laughs) (laughs) that was such a great line and then i love that she's like maybe we should kill him and then lola turns back and says why because he believes in a god just like you yeah yeah and then i was like oh fair point (laughs) she reminded me of like mandy moore's character in like saved and princess diaries Uh like just that blonde like super religious (laughs) angry (laughs) yeah uh that was great um do we want to talk? Do we want to finish off the uh, the Rainbow. McCoydle stuff, or do we want to we want to go into some? We gotta uh, go back to Rico. Get into some some nudity, like it's the beginning of the. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about let's let's get into some nudity because we also have to get the angels that show up at the end of. This oh my movie. god! Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So Rico's secret project, Marauder. Right. Uh, it's mechs, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and which these mechs you have to be naked in. <laughs> yeah. Which it's from the novel too. There was yeah. the suits they wore, but it was just basically a power suit that like you would be able to see their face and all that and it would be like an exoskeleton or whatever. And apparently in the books or whatever they could fly. So the reason they removed them from the first one is because essentially they'd just be flying above the bugs and just strafing down on them, not interesting. And right. then they give them this, which is a giant built up like Ed two oh nine thing, which makes sense <laughs> since Ed since Ed Newmeyer's right in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, that scanning scene. <laughs> It was like a, it was like a weird like, uh, we we just watched the Power Rangers movies, right? Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. kind of like a Power Rangers getting their morphers scene, but it was just so like what? Well, at first it started out being like, oh hey, we're gonna like redo that scene from the first movie that was really cool where everybody was naked and they were just talking to each they're other like, like normal. But then they're like, but actually no, we're just gonna focus on so, everybody's boobs. So so wait guys, 
So this is one that I had to scrub past while I was on the train. So I need you to describe to me an excruciating detail. I rewound it 30 times to make up for that. (laughs) I need you to describe an excruciating detail what happens here. Okay, well. So there's these mechs. Yeah. Turns out, in order to be in these mechs and make them work, you gotta be naked. And this is something that Dick's house is telling them. Yes. He's like, I'm Dick's house, and in my house, you have to be naked. He's a Dick's house. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. He's like, oh, you got to strip naked for the full body scan. And they're all like, all right. Outstanding. (laughs) Uh, They get in in this room. They strip naked. They're talking about random shit. And then they go walk into this. (laughs) How did you not watch this? No, I saw the still still where like like, all the dicks were covered. They stand in a line in front of a giant screen to be scanned all at the same time in the same room. And there's these basically like these little signposts with like little squares (laughs) that cover their dicks and or vaginas. Sure. But otherwise they're completely naked and the girls are topless. And there's one guy who walks in still with his underwear on. They're like, take off those pants, number two. He doesn't really say that, but something like that. And then they take off his pants, uh, and the girl next to him looks, and then the girl, ne- other girl next to him goes, I guess that's why his mama called him slug. And they're like, oh. I don't even know what that means. Does that mean big or small? I'm not sure. I think it just means horribly misshapen. <laughs> and I was it's like, just always moist. And I was like, why would your mom call you that? That's fucked up. Yeah. And you guys know that thing. <laughs> so uh, then after they get body scanned, there's like a hero shot of all six of them with like Rico in the front and all of them like flanking him, but they're all still topless. It looks like <laughs> what would be on the back of like uh, an action figure box that lists their stats and right. everything. But they're naked. I, I was going to say but it looked naked. like a Fox Sports thing. Where exactly. I, was waiting for, I was waiting for like Johnny Rico to be like Johnny Rico Duke. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, the, and then the dancing robot comes in. There's also this weird. Okay, there's also this weird thing. So when they get scanned, it's like this like green laser that goes like <laughs> on their body, and then it like shoots to the like digital thing where it says their name and heart rate and everything. But there's like the first one is Johnny Rico, and in each one there's like this robot arm that goes like and it like comes up and bends up. That I was like the nozzle supposed to be his dick. <laughs> Do it's not like, look it's away hard. from the nozzle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I did scrub past this, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to be the weirdo on the train. And then I looked up immediately after I got past it, and there was some dude watching Game of Thrones, and Melisandre was just completely naked on top of somebody. And I was like, all right, well, I guess it's not that weird. You're not the only creep on the train watching porn. Um, the scanning sound effect too. I don't. I don't know if anybody knew it. Um, it's actually the sound uh, from. I think it was uh, the original War of the Worlds. It was the sound that the tripods were making there, and that oh was their God. just little, their little wink and nod. But I mean, it went by so fast that I barely even noticed it. And of course, there's boobs out everywhere, and you're like, you're 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 not nitpicking, uh, you know antique sound effects at that point i wonder if that's homage or just the what was in a sound library yeah. <laughs> but in a movie with this budget it's know. a toss up. <laughs> we're gonna have to force you to watch this scene afterwards <laughs> it needs to be seen so that catches us up pretty much to where we left off in that the sky marshals with well no, but, i mean that happened no that happens and then there's like 40 minutes of of them on the planet like they're yeah. like rico you're getting the marauders yeah we never yep. get like a rico training or any development on these other marauders like, no, forget about that about. for now look their naked bodies just know how to control it well there's no way to make <laughs> you care about a character more than to see them topless 
Yeah. Sure. Use the dick thrusters. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so we got we cut back to Bahia McCoidal. <laughs> That's the Verhoeven method. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And uh turns out it's this big fucking giant bug, like we were talking, yeah. uh, this basically planet-sized bug. And as in every movie where some religious zealot thinks that they can, you know, appeal to the god of another planet, he immediately gets killed by this god. Yeah. It was kind of cool. They had, like, uh, so it was this huge thing, like, the, the bug has this basically, like, a trench that they're standing in. It's like a in. cradle. Yeah, and yeah. there's all these arms, and then some of the arms are holding the their dead crew members from before and they were Mm -hmm. talking through the dead crew members like independence day oh yeah exactly okay never mind it's not cool yeah i just forgot about it (laughs) had a bit of a tone of uh event horizon in it too i know like that like that kind of scene didn't happen but it was just i was looking at that and like looking at their faces it very much reminded me of that. It mm-hmm. seems like Sam Neill should have been in this movie. Their goal was to make this yeah. thing super... as the Sky Marshal. Yeah. If Sam Neill sang that Sky Marshal song, yeah. I would die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were trying to make it a big, like Lovecraftian cosmic yeah. monster thing. It did look like so. They were inside of a ship, and the way it collapsed, like the way they built the scene, was really, really. I was actually surprised to see that that. Newmeyer, how do you say his last name, uh, didn't direct anything after this. Because I, I actually think that there's some stuff that's cool. Well, yeah, they did a lot of stuff with miniatures. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. I, well, this I mean, wasn't that long ago, right? 2008. Decade. Oh, it was so a long ago. Pretty, yeah, pretty, all right. yeah. <laughs> pretty long ago. JK. So, so she probably did it in like, oh, fine. Yeah. Um, before he dies, though, he has these this hilarious, like, dialogue with the behemocoidal dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole time, like Lola and Holly are there, like interrupting him all the time, mm-hmm. and he says something like, "Before we do anything, can you get rid of these goddamn women? They're fucking everything up." For <laughs> yeah, <me>. <laughs> which <laughs> I was—that was one of my few like out loud laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the They're fucking everything up. up. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. I, I I really liked Stephen Hogan as this character. He was yeah. he was very funny, and like that was one of those things where it's like, okay, this movie knows exactly what it's doing. <laughs> yeah. So the two women end up getting down on their knees and just like reciting the Lord's Prayer the entire time instead of like trying to run away or defend themselves. And eventually they see like these angels coming to save them. It's just Rico and those other people. It was, Mex- remember from forty minutes earlier in the yeah. movie. Yeah, but you're underselling it. She says something about how, like, angels will come down from the sky raining fire to save our lives. And, like, as she's saying this, like, <laughs> this, like, it's it's uh, looking up at her face. And then there's, like, uh, the sky behind her. And then all of a sudden you see these, like, lights coming around her head. And it forms what? Oh, light. yeah. What does it form? A halo. Beautiful halo. That's right. But it is a life that shot halo. made me want to find Jesus just so I could renounce him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's the funniest line that's ever been said on this podcast. Oh <laughs> God, I, I was just looking at I, I I stood up and I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> I love, so like the, the marauders come down and start just fucking shit up. I, I do feel like that there's a point where they're all walk, marching out and they're getting swarmed and Rico's like, hold. And it's like the movie needs to be at least like over a 90 minutes. Like, hold. <laughs> Not hold. yet. Not yet. Because they hold for no reason. Uh, but I love that like there's this kind of like, it's not even a very good action scene. But I love that the action scene is like spliced between like 
uh, in the background, it'll show Lola and Holly like praying the whole time while this is going. Saying the Lord's Prayer over and over. It's like why don't you come up with an actual prayer? You know, the CG that is in this movie, like the actual CG shots are this. Could have been rendered on my machine at it's my apartment bad. right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it looks an, like just animation. All the bugs like, look bad. Yeah. The, re- the, the rendering is just not... The animation's bad. Well, the warrior bugs yeah. The bad. models that they had, the textures, they, like, they're they using the same models and textures that they used from the first movie, I think. Also from... I, I totally agree. It's just that, yeah, they didn't have the technology or the time, pro- the time yeah. frame probably to do any of that correctly. But what they do in physical, uh, you know, actual physical props are great. and everything yeah. looks looks really good. Yeah, the puppets and stuff. Like there's are, there's a great crossfade shot of them on their knees praying with the barrels of the guns firing. Yeah, that's like it. It is Triumph of the Willy. Um, it's, and it's, it's uh, so ridiculous. Then the most ridiculous, uh, not most ridiculous, but very ridiculous. Rico finally gets to Lola. He reaches out his hand to get, instead of saying, you know, do you trust me? Uh, they have this shot of, like, the Sistine Chapel. Like, the two hands, like, touching oh. each other. And it, like, pauses and, like, you know, they put, like, a some kind of Instagram filter to make it look like marble for a, a short <laughs> yeah. second. And then they, like, grab I was like, uh, when that happened. Oh, my God. Well, and the big question, he comes out and he's wearing a full, like, latex kind of suit. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Last time we saw them, they were all getting in robots naked. Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought, too. I was like, he's going to walk out and be naked? Nope. Nope. That would have been fantastic. That just, like, such an undercutting of the entire scene if he just comes out full frontal. Just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get moving, ladies. Oh, God. So I guess everyone gets rescued, and we see another hilarious uh, religious imagery shot of, like, they show Holly having been rescued on the ship, and she's wearing, like, a she has, like, a blanket over her. A blue blanket. A blue fleece blanket. Like like Mary Magdalene. Exactly. Wrapped around in the most awkward way. Like, no one's wearing a blanket like that. Like, what? It's, it's terrible. It's the it's the like Madonna horror thing. Yeah. They're like Lola's bad. This girl's good, and but now they're both reformed, and you know it's like ugh. Because Lola's found religion. Yes. I got religion. I got it bad. Oh. Is a thing that she says. <laughs> Even though like she's praying and like praying for God to save her, but it's just Rico. Like she knows him. No, that character transfer that that, that doesn't track. She's, yeah, at she just all. says something happened to me on that that rock. Yeah, and then after that, like her and Dix are totally fine. Yeah, like like after he after he left her to like I want to die on this planet. They mm-hmm. make out to an explosion. Well, yeah. he doesn't even care that like <laughs> she has like religion now. He doesn't believe in God, and she's like, oh, I have religion yeah. now. We have to get married in a church. He's kind of like, <laughs> it's treason. Yeah, it's he like treason. laughs it off, but Is then it, it becomes. It becomes adopted yeah. by the Federation. Because yeah. because the new Sky Marshal, who was trying to kill the old Sky Marshal, saw that the religion was the bug's greatest weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they somehow have ignored, like, years of religion controlling <laughs> yeah, yeah. people and being like, wait, we can control people with religion? <laughs> I yeah. just learned but, this today. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my big thing, though, with that kissing scene, though, was I don't care how much you love somebody or how attracted you are to them. I'd just be like, can we just hold up for one second? Because <laughs> yeah. we're literally about to watch a planet get blown yeah, up. Yeah, they're and death. Sorry. Like, like, and we've never used this bomb before. They're, they're like, using it's going to be bomb. pretty cool for the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was what? The Nova bomb in the novel? Yeah. Is, so, that's yeah. out of there, too. Yeah. <laughs> My friend were reference, yeah. I was just like, oh, they're going to Death Star somebody. Like, that's all I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At 
least they were blowing up a giant planet-sized bug. Pretty yeah, well, my, it was it, to me. It was a Watchmen reference, but yeah. oh, it was the same year. Good. Oh, so many references to bombs <laughs> in, in literature. <laughs> well, we find out also in the final thing. We find out the Sky Marshal is now also like the Pope, pretty <laughs> yeah. much, and that they've adopted Christianity. And she says religion is acceptable, but peace is not. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Which is the thesis of this movie, yeah. I believe. That's <laughs> so crazy. Uh, that was yeah, that was my favorite part because they're basically like, "Hey, everything's cool now, except for those guys we were talking about hanging before. We're still gonna get that in." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guys like, "Fuck the Federation, wheelchair guy." <laughs> yeah. That was so weird. Yeah, they hang Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more John Reese Davies. Yeah, no, yeah, it was a yeah, combination yeah, of the two. Yeah. Oh God, uh, yeah, we get the we just get the final FedNet thing where. Where Johnny Rico is the general in charge of the Marauder program. That's right. Now Marauder is like out as something that you can sign up for. Yeah. And we see that uh, Lolo and Lolo and Dix get married yep. in a celebrity wedding. Ooh. And then he's like the Scientology church. And yes. then it's like, hey, what are you doing, kids? Don't you know the war's on? <laughs> I think he says something. <laughs> he does like say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better get back to it. Oh uh, then yeah, That's- and then we and we see uh uh the flight attendant. She's like the grand chaplain, and so she's in like a Nazi uniform that has like There's Christianity like draped. Yeah, and stuff. it's it's uh, that's probably the best costume in these movies. Yeah, actually. and the and the costumes in this movie are way more Nazi. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, way more. Mm-hmm. Na- like, everybody looks like a Nazi in this. Well, movie. they learned, you know, from the first film that if it's not super obvious that you're being a satire, <laughs> people are going to be like, "What's this Nazi film about?" <laughs> Which, again, watching on the train, I was like, "I don't like." People might think that I'm like, "Yeah, like let me watch this like crazy like all right thing." Yeah, except there's alien bugs and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe you're watching Battlefield Earth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> These I it would never have been a concern in my life, and now I'm like, oh god, I have to be con- like, oh, sorry for all the like, burdens no, no, and a Nazi hardships. <laughs> sequel rights is giving you on a daily basis, Tyler. So, what overall? How are we going to rate this movie? What's oh, the rating system? Oh boy, uh, how many classic hits from Sky Marshall and OK's CD-ROMs? <laughs> how many? How many albums? <laughs> Would you give Sky Marshall? Did no you see one of, albums. one of the songs was like yes. called "Quit Bugging Me," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny. But then I was like, "Oh yeah, there's that song from uh, the Space Jam soundtrack called like you bugging, you bugging, you bugging." Yeah, so I'm like, uh, that's yeah, that's so, no, yeah. So let me ask this: How many installments of 1995 would you pay for the oh. uh, the joys of Ooh, like the Sky Marshall's dulcet tones? Who are you asking me? Oh yeah, how many installments would you pay? Well, first of all, I think that this movie is outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I thought okay, compared to the last one, it's outstanding. Um, but I'm gonna go and give this one. I would uh, very happily call whatever one eight hundred number I need to call and give them uh, just six easy payments of nineteen ninety five per month for Anoki sings it all. <laughs> um, I thought that. Uh, this movie was uh, quite the step up from the last one. Um, to the streets? To the streets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, clearly the budget is lower on this, but I actually enjoyed a lot of the satire and like ridiculous comedy stuff they had in this. Um, I feel like if this would have been the second film, um, it would have done a lot better and maybe could have helped bring it back to theaters or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, 
I feel like the second one was a big misstep, um, but then I guess maybe that one helped them realize there was an audience out there or something. But this is much more in the vein of the first film. Really funny. Uh, just so many ridiculous things that I was laughing at that I was not expecting to have fun with. And it's cool seeing Casper Van Dien back. Um, I think he was fine. Is he back, though? Or is he a hologram? <laughs> is he the, is he just the new Sky Marshal Good pretending question. to be it's him? It's hard to really know if he's just being a bad actor or if he's doing it on purpose. No, it's you not. Know? Just watch like, his other work. He's I a haven't bad actor. seen him. Oh. I haven't seen him in really anything other yeah, than Starship Troopers, so I don't know. I, I, I work see. at a TV station and we play some some real straight-to-video stuff from him and it is... Uh, one's called like Tornado Storm or something. Like it's something <laughs> god-awful like that. Tornado and yeah, no, Storm. he's every bit as good in, this, in that as he is in these. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, he, is a, he, is a, he is somebody that somebody somewhere made a wish and their Ken doll came to life. And he's doing very good for himself as a voodoo cursed doll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime he grits his teeth, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. to me. And I'm like, I feel like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger's secret son who just snuck into Hollywood. <laughs> Well, hey, there's precedent. Apparently, <laughs> yep. he was like royalty too. He like married a princess, and she's like Whoa. in this movie. In the uh, oh, really? The extra, I was like, his queen. dad's Casper. Well, no, but like uh, <laughs> apparently they're divorced now. But yeah, he was like a prince. Oh, wait, he married into royalty. Yeah, I see. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Uh, who's next, Tyler? I would give this five beleaguered payments of 1995. Uh, I I think that it is. You're not gonna prepay or anything. I'm not gonna prepay. <laughs> I'm going to use my parents' credit card. Uh, and I, I think that it's it's definitely more fun than the second one. I think that it does things that make me almost enjoy the first one less. Uh, but I think that the spirit of it is something that I enjoy. I think that there is a big, dumb satire about it. I don't think that the overall message of, like, religion controls people. Like, I think it's pretty broad. Like, I don't think there's actually anything being said there uh that's that's terribly interesting to me but i just do appreciate that for somebody and the probably the target audience for this movie that that actually does bring something to it that just sounded really talky downy yeah. <laughs> i want to back i want to yeah, backpedal wrong with you? i want to backpedal on that so hardcore but i'm not going to i already said it so <laughs> uh, i also will give it uh i agree with justin i'll give it six easy payments of 1999 um call now yeah because this movie had like two things that make me instantly like movies which is mocking religion and a catchy song <laughs> so, <laughs> the song is amazing yeah you guys. i was so happy at the beginning of the movie when they started playing that song and the sing-along songs ball came on i was like okay this one's gonna be better <laughs> I, I was like so relieved um and i did like the all the satire stuff and all the religious stuff i I think it was weird how, like I said, the Casper Van Dien stuff is all, like, realistic. This is what's happening behind the scenes of the Federation. And then the religion storyline was all, like, this is the propaganda that the entire first movie was. And, like, I think they maybe could have just somehow, like, differentiated it a little bit more. I but don't then, know, like, he but... still buys into, like, I'm going to die today. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't, like, there's no, like... He's self-aware, but not self-aware. Like, yeah, but in the first movie, like they never would have even shown like that much bad stuff that happened, like sure. in within the leadership of the Federation. I think mm. so. Um, so I think the message, like you said, still gets like a little bit jumbled here, and it's very broad. But I still appreciate, uh, you know, making fun of religion mm-hmm. and songs. <laughs> 
Of course. Uh, Joe, what about you? You got a rating for us? All right. Well, first off, I just want to just did the quick math and realize that you guys are willing to pay $129.70 for this movie. But, um, <laughs> Those songs were fire. Well, it's no, more like um, a, how much we're willing to pay for it to exist in the world, not for us personally to sit down and watch it. Yeah, we're willing to pay the entire budget of Starship Troopers 2 for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, what is that? Yeah, what is that in Canadian dollars? Because I'm not buying. But um, um, first impression i gave it a much higher score because i had just watched the second one and then i realized okay no i have to take this on its own merits so i wiped the slate clean i would have given it probably like a seven and a half or something like that i knock it down to uh six easy payments of 1995 there we go. Uh, it does add a it like like everybody's already said it it continues the story in a way that is serviceable to a franchise as well as uh, acceptable. I actually was on some forums and stuff, and this is actually well liked amongst the mm. fans of uh, Starship Troopers. Mm. It kind of split the um, the critical, uh, you know, critical acclaim, but uh, but among actual fans, it was pretty well liked. Yeah. So, looking at that, and then just you know, accepting that the bad acting is the bad acting because I really liked the first movie. And if I was fine with the bad acting, then I have to be fine with the bad yeah. acting now. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's around six for me. Cool. Ooh, yeah. Uh, my category. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you talk about it being like a good, you know, continuation of the franchise. And I do think, um, you know, we were wondering if anything would continue on from the second film. And, and I feel, you know, at the start of this movie, I was like, Oh man, did they continue on like the, like, is this dude being crazy because he's actually a bug? I know, yeah, I was wondering that. And, like, I guess they could have done that, but... I I, there's one thing I actually want to talk about before before we wrap up here, is that they then call Rico the hero of, of Planet yeah. P, which is in direct contradiction with what happens at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is that is that something that that maybe happened over time? Did that person die? And, like it doesn't it's not necessarily fuck up the movie for me. I just think it's interesting. Well, we do see like because yeah, Neil Patrick Harris says no one's gonna remember you or Rico right. or Carmen. Uh, they're just gonna remember this one guy. But then even right after that happens, you see the propaganda video where they show Rico and Carmen and That's Ace true. That's true. like in the video being like named people in the propaganda. So like even if that other guy did get his due for capturing the brain bug, like. Rico was known to people. So. Yeah. yeah. He did kill that giant, like, explody bug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. People would have known about it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, there's more movies, you guys. <laughs> 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 the next one up, Starship Troopers Invasion, which uh, I've definitely not seen. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen that as well. Um, I'm hoping that they continue on with this uh you know, now the Federation has adopted religion, and I hope sure. that that kind of, you know, their continued grip on the worlds uh, is explored a bit more in this next one. I don't know who's invading here. I don't know if it's the Federation invading someone or the bugs invading the Federation. I don't know. My hope is that I know that this has gotten into, like, the the, the final movies get into animation, mm-hmm. that this then becomes a crossover with Netflix's Castlevanian religion. <laughs> 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 That's what I want to see. All right. I think, <laughs> since it's going to be animated, I think hopefully I hope that Casper Van Dien stays on like because if it's animated, why not, you know? And maybe they'll actually be able to get like more um well-known like either voice actors or actors because it 
it's a lot less of a commitment to come in and record sure. than it is to you know go be on set and stunts or, and all that. Or professional voice actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll. No, have that's that. what I mean. Like yeah. you know, like people that we know from being voice actors. Yeah, okay, right? okay. Yeah, like. Maybe we'll have some cooler set pieces because they can just do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, and I feel like I yeah. think the invasion is going to be on Earth. It should be. We've already they've already invaded a bunch of bug planets, right. and yeah, whatever. Now they're still losing. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, Joe? Have you seen the uh, fourth one? I haven't. Um, I think I saw again. Working at a TV station, you see things in flashes because we have 40-something networks, and you'll just go, oh. Uh And I remember being about halfway through one one time and then looking and going, I think that that's a a Starship Troopers movie, but it's animated. (laughs) And I put it on for a few moments, and I'm like, yeah, it indeed is. And it was – I recognized some people, and I mean, without spoilers, there are some very interesting uh, people who come back. I don't remember specifically in which ones. But there are some people who uh, make some appearances who, when you hear them, you'd be like, ah, interesting. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's – I mean, that's basically as far as it went. I don't know if I just dismissed it because I hadn't watched either of the other sequels and I was just kind of was like, no, Starship Troopers is its own thing and that's going to be the end of it. I mean, if you had to watch half the movie before figuring out it was even a Starship Troopers movie, I don't know if that bodes well for <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've seen no, it, two it was, and three, it do was, you think I mean, continue? it was halfway through when I noticed. Oh, that okay. <laughs> that I noticed it was there, and I'm like, oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think that you'll continue to watch the next two now that you've uh, caught up? I feel like I need to. Yeah, um, yeah I, that's how we feel. I get into – well, Well, you guys have created a system in which you have an obligation to. Yes. <laughs> I'm now kind of off the hook, but um, I'm – I am a glutton for pl- for punishment in a completionist way. Uh-huh. I'll fall out of love with something, but I'm like, ah, but it's almost done. So I guess I might as well stick this bad boy <laughs> out. Sorry, keep watching. So speaking of what movies do you guys have next up for your Marvel marathon? Um, we are, uh, as of this recording, I will be releasing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in a matter of moments. Oh, nice. Uh and then uh, so we continue from there. Uh, we are going to be uh, so knowing now where we are in the timeline and knowing that April 26th is when we do Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, we're doing one basically every three or four days <laughs> at this point, which usually we do. We only do our episodes every Friday. But then it occurred to me that, uh, well, it timed out very nicely. And then they bumped up the uh, release date. They yeah. bumped mm-hmm. up the release date after the, I, we had committed to doing this. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, we're releasing a bunch of episodes, so uh, stay tuned. We're coming at you very hard and fast for the next little while. And I I think I saw a tweet of yours that uh, you recorded before James Gunn was rehired, and then now it's coming out, so it should be interesting to hear what your thoughts were before. Yeah, we recorded in February, and it was a – and so we have a lot of – and my uh, co-host is very – direct about his feelings about things uh-huh. and if you just bring and if you just bring them up and i mentioned james gunn and he's like fucking bullshit at <laughs> least starts going off and now it was i actually thought about like just editing in a little thing and saying hey like by the way <laughs> that'd be amazing uh well hey, yeah. hey uh thanks for so much for being here joe yeah uh, it's oh, been thank you guys so much i had a blast that was so pleasure. much fun uh, where can people uh, find Miscast Commentary and listen if they want to check it out? 
All right. Well, you can check out our website at miscastcommentary.com or find us on Twitter at miscastpodcast, at Instagram uh, for at miscastcommentary. We actually got our whole name for that one. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JK Findlay. Awesome. You guys uh, better check them out because it is some funny stuff in there doing some hard work to put those together. So yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Thank and if you. you want to email us for anything, uh, you can do that. Sequel rights at gmail.com. Only two more Starship Troopers movies. So we need suggestions for the future. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequel rights. And please rate and review us on Apple podcasts. Five stars goes a long way and we really appreciate it. So thanks. And uh, thanks again to my brother for the theme song at the top of the show. Joe, thanks again for being here. Such a pleasure. And uh, we will see you guys next week for Starship Troopers Invasion. You going to push a button? I wanted to push the T-minus now button. Do it. It's the wrong god. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong button. It's the wrong button. That's Uh, perfect. See you guys next week. (laughs) We call upon our troopers in this our darkest hour. Our way of life is what we're fighting for. We fight for what is right A noble sacrifice When duty calls You pay the price For the Federation I will give my life When all is fair in love and war That's what my gunny says You're not alive Unless you're almost dying These are the words I march by Duty, courage, honor Every single Citizens, we fight for what is right A noble sacrifice When duty calls, you pay the price For the Federation, I will give my life duty, honor Bye.